Hi, this is Fumi Shavri, and I am here with your weekend edition of Daily Dose of Energy. It is absolutely Saturday when I am recording this. Um, I didn't want to record on yesterday only because the energy was so potent from Thursday, and I felt like um, there was really no need for me to expand on what was going on and what everyone was feeling. And today, since it feels a little bit lighter as far as re- regardless to the chaos that is going on outside of our worlds, it feels much lighter. So I feel better about sharing um, what it is that I'm needing to share. I have been doing a little bit more of um, reading and studying for the astrology aspects, as well as doing a little bit more of just being present and calm and sitting in the emotions and feelings of what it is that I am feeling during these shifts. And so I wanted to be clear as I was sharing, I wanted to be in a space that wasn't biased, but was very much so um, natural progression when it comes to sharing energetic or spiritually. So guys, um, I want to jump right into it. I want to start off with a little bit of overview of what's going on astrologically because I haven't really went in much detail in last couple days with you guys and to go into the depths of the major conjunctions that have been coming up. I know a lot of you guys have been emailing me inquiring about the Jupiter Pluto uh, conjunction and how is this going to affect us in addition to all the other things that we've been feeling with the Aries new moon and as well as how everything has already unfolded when it comes to the major aspects that have taken place within this year. So I felt that it was necessary um, today for me to give you guys a little bit of overview astrologically and then I'll go into what I am feeling is being birthed during this time in addition to everything else I've already said. This does not negate or denounce anything that I've already stated to you guys. If you are listening to any of my previous episodes where I speak about astrology or I go into detail regarding um, the astrological aspects, it is still very much valid. This is not um, overriding any of that. Please know that when you are listening to me speak about planetary um, information, our planets are constantly moving. Things are constantly happening behind the scenes and just as the world continues to move every single day as the as we're shifting planetary wise this is a real true element when it comes to the placement so um continue on your journey as you are continue to absorb what it is that you feel is necessary to absorb when I'm speaking to you and just know that there are also every day um, different aspects that are taking place. So I like to speak about the broad, um, most impactful aspects because we do have a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes. But for me, I feel it's necessary to not confuse you too much and to give you the biggest impactful um, shifts that are taking place so that you can bring it to a practical sense and sort of understand what it is that you may be feeling and apply to your life accordingly, okay? So I'm going to go right into what has been happening within what is happening within the month of March, Um, the elements that have been taking place in the major conjunctions. If you remember when I spoke in January about the Saturn and Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, we had a lot going on and that is not that's still energy that we are under. That is still frequencies that we are under. And that is why you are seeing a lot of eruptions, a lot of massive transitions that are taking place on core levels that are affecting things, not just in a um, surface level. Every change, most changes that are being made right now are impacting us on a governmental standpoint, internal aspect as well as in our practical lives when it comes with our relationships and it comes with our careers there's a lot of uncertainty that is surrounding these developments and these new things because it is impacting us in such major ways our lives are changing in so many different ways with us going into this new age of Aquarius, meaning a new way of doing life, a new way of seeing life, a new way of embracing our reality with clear eyes. In order to do that, 
We're having to change internally. So the things that are that are happening that are affecting our lives are impacting us personally and affecting those that we are close to as well because now it's showing you the importance of community. It's showing you the importance of seeing beyond your own selfishness, your own solitude, your own homes. And this is what this new age of Aquarius is all about. When you're dealing with any type of Aquarian energy, as you know, this is not, they are not a selfish sign. Everything that they are doing may seem detached on an emotional level, but it's because they fuel their emotions intellectually. So how they are approaching life, how they are going out making changes, how they are seeing things unfold is going to be on a bigger uh, platform. It's going to be on a way that it's going to affect people massively. Um, as a community, as a collective, as a, as more than just themselves. And to be honest, they're probably one of the most selfless signs because in selfless energies, because most of what they're doing is trying to bring an evolution or revolution to everybody. So everybody can benefit and everybody can move forward and everybody can grow. So Keeping that in mind, please know that every two years or so we have the planet Mars that is, um, it's, it's a fiery sign as we know, it's a fiery action oriented planet and it is also aligning with abundance and expansion planet Jupiter. Jupiter is all about expanding. It's all about abundance of whatever energy it is connecting to. So if you have Jupiter that is going to be um, connecting in with a planet that is going to expand any area of your life, depending on where your focus is in that particular time frame, is what is going to be expanded upon. And that could be both negative and both positive because it's going to elaborate and expand and bring a highlighted um, hindsight to whatever area you are pouring seeds into, whatever area it's focused on is in that time. And so this energy is very, very, very powerful, very upbeat. Um, the, the vibrations are something that everybody enjoys and it, you can find such optimism in this space because it gives you a push of um, empowerment and it gives you a push of enthusiasm in a way that you may not have had prior to this connection. In 2020, Mars and Jupiter are conjuncting or aligning in the sign of Capricorn. And this happened on March 20th, right after our uh, spring equinox, right before Saturn moved into Aquarius. We had these line up for three in three very intense days. Okay. So our ability to create, our ability to manifest, our ability to be motivated was very, very heightened during this time because of Jupiter, which is the planet that is all about expansion and abundance. And so it's giving us in the midst of all this chaos that's occurring, even though things are still being changed and things are still coming into, um, awareness of ourselves and we're seeing so much unfold it's still giving you now a little bit of positive outlook it's giving you a little bit of enthusiasm in the midst of the darkness which is where you're for instance I'm in Texas in Dallas um and we have had rain for days and days straight but since these things start unfolding since these planets and things have started aligning with each other we've had several days of beautiful 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 days beautiful sunlight is felt really really good even though we know that there is sickness in the air even though we know that there are massive massive changes occurring and there are things that are affecting people's lives and not everybody is feeling positive and upbeat and everybody is not filled with um abundance of anything right now this is still a little bit to be grateful for and to see because you're able to see the sun shining even in the darkest of times so this is what I mean when I say Jupiter can give us a different hindsight and give us a little bit more of awareness to the positive because in the midst of the darkness you still see the beauty in those days okay now 
There is something special and unique about this year's Mars-Jupiter alignment because it's happening so close to Capricorn. Now, earlier this year on the 12th of January, we had one of the most transformative, rare, and impactful alignments of 2020. And that was the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, which happened very, very close, 23 degrees of Capricorn, okay? Now, all through 2020, we've been working with we will be, and we will continue to be working with Saturn and Pluto, the potent alignment in so many different ways. Okay. But essentially it's about breaking and tearing things down. Like I stated on a global level so that we can rebuild new and solid foundation that actually coincides with the beliefs of community, the beliefs of changing and shifting as a whole, not just things that are going to benefit individuals depending on your ethnicity, your race, your cultural affiliations, your uh, your money. None of that is going to be what helps you to benefit from these type of alignments. On March 20th, Jupiter aligned with Mars at 23 degrees of Capricorn, and it also awakened the Saturn and Pluto energy. Okay, The Saturn and Pluto energy that we felt very much so just in January and it's still very very potent today it's almost like it had left behind um, an imprint of that degree and so we just stepped right back into it now 23 degrees of Capricorn is a very highly sensitive degree for a while but having this rare Mars and Jupiter alignment it only happens once every two years at this very very same degree is definitely something to pay attention to because very very rarely does it align in this close vicinity in Capricorn, okay? Now, while we might notice things heighten and escalate in the world around us, you have to know that Mars and Jupiter are offering different frequencies for us to turn into and access. Like I stated, when I gave the example of the sun shining in the midst of all the chaos going around, even though we know what is going on around us, we are still able to see this beauty in the midst of all of the chaos. Now, Mars is a planet that's about action and energy, but it's also about pushing beyond your fears. It's also about stepping out of the shadows of yourself. When it is in a lower vibration, it can create higher fears and it can make you feel um, intensely, intensely fearful in addition to the fear that you already have. And so it can make you feel powerless. And that is what some people are feeling as well because they are in tune to what is going on around them but also they don't know enough about what's going on so it makes you fearful it makes you feel like oh my god what is going to happen next i have no control remember on a previous episode i spoke about how when people lose control they lose power because they identify control with power realizing that I don't control what's happening. I can't contain what's happening. I have no, um, no, uh, nothing to put into this to make it any type of certain outcome. It's going to happen. That makes you feel extremely vulnerable and it can make you feel extremely, extremely weakened because you don't have a coin to throw into the fight. Okay. So in Roman mythology, Mars was the god of war and he would ride on his chariot with two horses named Phobos, which represents fear, and Demos, which is panic. While Mars was known to spread these things, it had also learned to master them. So even though it's okay to feel, even though the reality is you're going to feel it, you can't suppress it. That is what has caused people to be in panic and feel an instant sense of demise because they can't control something. And so when you feel like you're losing power, you feel like whatever it is that you are trying to be powerful against will overtake you. But if you learn to master that particular emotion opposed to suppressing it, you will be able to sustain your grounding. And that is what is being taught during this moment of chaos, okay? Mars is teaching us how to master our own fears and learning to accept them and ride along with them. And when you accept your fears, you're able to use them as a guide through life opposed to something that you're trying to avoid to run from, okay? It's allowing you this opportunity to master the vulnerability of self so that you're able to create more love and balance and self-care, self-maintenance. These are things that are necessary in order for you to evolve 
in any level, especially when you're speaking about humanity as a whole. Now, Jupiter is the planet of expansion. And while it is considered the most benevolent planet energy, gives you the most powerful, potent, high vibration energy. It has the power to magnify and expand how you are feeling and the events that are happening around the world. So it's very important that you are aware that even though um, Jupiter is typically here to make us feel better, it's here to connect us on a higher uh, vibration, it also will do that in everything that's happening externally to you as well. So everything Jupiter touches, it expands. But if you tune into the higher vibration of it and you focus on the emotions and feelings we wish to expand opposed to the ones that you cannot and you don't want to expand, then this planet energy can tap in and make everything more optimistic for you. It can raise your vibration. It can raise your energy levels and give you more spirit of hope opposed to oh my God, this is going to end everything as I know it. Instead of looking at it like that, you'll look at it as, oh my God, this is creating a new outlook that we so needed, okay? Now, both when you have Mars and Jupiter at the highest vibrations, it can guide you to remembering your strength and your wisdom and the healing power that arises when we are in tune with our higher self and you find that place in the center of that. It connects you in a way that builds up not only your own vibrations, not only what you're feeling, not only what you're going through, but those that you are connected to as well. Now, this planetary energy can remind us that fear is always present. It is always present. It doesn't go away. No matter how much people like to suppress and say fear is not real, that is a um, that is a distortion and that is a false sense of reality when you are looking at life for real. If you ever are in a sense of where you know something is frightening to you and you know that something has you feeling uneasy, to denounce that emotion is also to suppress it, which means it's going to manifest in other ways. You cannot destroy energy. You cannot destroy the spirit of anything. It can transmute though. So while you're trying to suppress your fear and suppress the emotion of fear, that's going to turn into anxiety. That's going to turn into uh, self-sabotage. That's going to turn into no- nothing but pessimistic thoughts and views of reality because you are working so hard to suppress that it exists. So don't do that. That's something that you don't want to do. When you learn to tap in and transmute it into a way that benefits you opposed to holds you captive, you become a better version of self which in return allows others to see the betterment in you and connect to that and raise the vibration of everybody that's connected to you in return, okay? So um, you always want to remember the um, duality of all of that. Don't don't try to uh, disconnect from it in a way to give yourself false hope because it's only going to create more of a panic and more of a disconnect, which is going to ca- cause more anxiety and fear and depression etc so on so mars and jupiter aligning in the middle of the equinox and saturn changing signs into aquarius is going to increase the energy of this time but see if you can use it to pause give yourself a moment to align with yourself this is why it is so important for us to be still during this time this is not the time for you to just be trying to create something else this is not the time for you to figure out new ways to be an entrepreneur or new ways to start over. No, this is the time for you to sit in the seeds you've already sown, tune into them and create from that space, not creating all over because you've already poured so much into the seeds that you've been waiting to manifest. And this energy that we are under is causing things to harvest so much faster. It's causing us to reap the seeds so much faster. So you're needing to look at the duality of that, the good and the bad. Take what comes with it, allow it to help you, allow it to benefit you in a way that is going to create a better reality opposed to something that is going to cause you to be afflicted down the road. Okay. This is allowing you to stick with yourself, align with your heart. Know that whatever is happening around you is going to pass. It's eventually going to pass. And regardless to what end of that you stand, you have to know that the coin always flips. There's going to be a highlight to whatever situation and whatever 
um, area of your life you are dealing with right now. 2020 is a very high vibrational year. And this is one of those opportunities to take all you've been cultivating and use it as a force of light and peace for yourself and others. I've told you guys many, many times that while we are in the midst of a very intense time, we have a lot of things that are going on. We have a lot of different changes that are happening. Allow yourself to disconnect from the external so that you can be present internally. If that means we can't go out, we can't go to clubs, you can't avoid the reality of your lives because you cannot mask it with something that is not real. So you're having to sit in with whatever it is that you have now and make the best of it. So if you're in a home and you have your family and you have your people and you're trying to connect, use that time to do that. Create new things within what you have so that you can utilize that to help you get through the intensity of the times we are in currently. Okay, so um, with that being said, I feel that it's very important that I let you guys know that we are currently in the midst of new beginnings. We have a lot of new changes that are happening. We have a lot of new shifts that are happening and we have a lot of things that have occurred that are going to change our lives forever. This isn't a bad thing though, when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to connecting with your families, when it comes to intimate relationships, when it comes to deciding on what works best for you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, this is a time where you are using your power of manifestation you're pouring into those seeds you're cultivating and stirring the pot and allowing yourself to sit in it so that you're able to rebuild now if this is in a relationship this is allowing you to see what it is that you really desire what it is that you bring what it is that you're taking are you a take 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 type of person if so it may be time for you to give a little it may be time for you to tap into being an asset opposed to a liability when you are always taking from someone and you're always waiting to be given something then you're not being of much value and so you want to be able to sit in the reality of what is it that i'm bringing to anyone i'm connected to how can i give more or if you're a person who's always given it's time to reevaluate those boundaries maybe it's time for you to be on the receiving end and create a structure that benefits everyone involved okay now there is new beginnings starting and while there are new beginnings starting there is always going to be intense uh, moments within those collaborations within those connections within those trying to figure out what it is that we are doing what it is and we're in close vicinity so you can't escape it so it's forcing you to deal with the reality the unfortunate truth the uh, disconnect of the truth and forcing you to actually tap in and figure out how can I step into the betterment of myself opposed to allowing that to dictate how I operate in a way that causes conflict. There's going to be a an adjustment period that is very difficult, especially if you're used to operating out of total independence. You're used to doing everything on your own or you're used to being a person that's the head of instead of being a team. This is forcing you to do that. It's forcing you to sit and figure out how do we complement each other and make this better? How can we make this successful um, for everyone involved? And this is tapping into a lot of yourself, understanding the uncomfortable truths of yourself, seeing the parts of yourself that are self-sabotaging and utilizing that in a way that helps you to be better and grow forward. It's channeling that um, that unfocused energy, the the um, ADD part of yourself that's always on the go, that's used to always being on the go, doesn't know how to be still, doesn't know how to sit with anything, would choose to move on quickly to something else when one thing deems too difficult. So this is having you to deal with your own adversities internally that have been affecting your external relationships in your household for a long time. And it is uncomfortable, but it's necessary. And as I've stated, you can't run from it because now you're in forced isolation with those truths. Now, I had to drink something. So now it's also a very important time that you understand how valuable you are, even in the midst of discovering more flaws about yourself. You are good enough. Okay, you deserve 
the best. You deserved the best version of yourself. And when you see yourself that way, you don't find it hard to tap into the all aspects in the duality of yourself. When you find it hard, that means you're not accepting of all parts of yourself. Doesn't mean that you don't want to change anything or you don't want to grow in any area or you don't want to evolve. It just means that you have to accept the different parts of yourself. You have to allow yourself to tap in in a way that allows you to be aware and conscious and also optimistic about what that means. What is your truth about self-revealing to yourself? And how can you utilize that truth to make you even better? Don't try to always focus on the good because there is a thing such as toxic positivity. Like when you can't accept the duality of you, the good, the ugly, the insecure, the biased, all of those parts of yourself, even if it's parts you need to work on, it's still accepting that it exists because when you accept that it exists, you can move forward. You can see yourself in a total, in a totality opposed to in portions because you truly cannot evolve in portions. You have to evolve as a whole. Okay. It's like losing weight. You can't just lose weight in your stomach. You have to lose weight all over. And then the results are showing in your stomach area. You understand what I'm saying? So when you hear, I always laugh when I hear women say, I just want to lose my, my uh, stomach. I don't want to lose my hips and I don't lose my butt, but I, but that's not reality. You cannot lose your weight in one area. You have to lose weight in a way that balances out totality, which is why people take shortcuts. They'd rather do liposuction. They'd rather, you know, just do things that uh, corsets. People used to do the corset thing, which was so crazy to me. Like that's not, uh-uh. but people do different things to try to reduce certain parts, but that is not helping the overall picture. You're still not in a healthy weight range. You're still BMI wise overweight. So what is it that you're needing to do? You're needing to implement something that benefits the whole picture, not just a portion of it. Okay. So When you are in that space, you're also going to find yourself, you may feel like you're not as encouraged to dream bigger or to um, accept the delays. And again, that's the repression of fear of not being enough, of not being beautiful, not being accepted for the duality of who you are. When you cannot invest in the aesthetic of self and you have to deal with the depths of self it will make you uncomfortable if you're used to operating out of a photogenic illusion so now you're having to sit with the truth of who you are without the um man the um aesthetics that you have invested so much money in so much time in no one cares now because who are you impressing other than those who see you every single day even if that's just yourself So it's dealing with you in the most purest way, in the most vulnerable way, so that you're able to truly evolve and go forward, right? This could cause you to feel stagnant. This could cause you to feel like you just don't have the access to what it is you need to to be better or to feel better. And again, that's all the illusion of what really is true. So you're having to sit with the truth of who you are so that you can let go of the manifested story or the manufactured story that you've created to make yourself feel better. This is about really accepting everything as it is so that you can see it all out in the open and go forward from there. There is going to cause you to make difficult choices sometimes. You may be sitting between a hard hard rock and a um, a rock in a hard place where you're, you're trying to figure out what decision do I make? How do I make these decisions when it comes to relationships, when it comes to career paths? If you are someone who has uh, forced yourself to dig into this entrepreneur lifestyle and now you're seeing that it's so much more than just getting sales from people, it's so much more than being an influencer. When it comes down to things like this happening that no one could have anticipated unless you were really in tune with You know, I could have never, even me, someone who studies astrology and someone who's into astrology and has been aware of massive changes and dismantlement that would be occurring in 2020, I could have never imagined it being this. But I did know it would be something that's going to change humanity because of the shifts that were taking place and where we were going. But again, that causes a certain amount of entombment. 
it's not everyone who's going to be in tune. And some people who are in tune try to suppress that attunement because it seems so far out there. Now, what I and other astrologers and other spiritual people who have been tapping into for months and months now, it doesn't seem so far fetched because we're being given confirmation by the times that we're in now. So it's trusting that innate ability to know without knowing why you know. This is a time where you are having to sit with that truth. It's 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 really uncomfortable, but it's a beauty thing. It's a beautiful thing when you're able to see it for what it is. Now, that could be putting you in a place where you're also fearing like committing to yourself, committing to the betterment of self, committing to a new uh, version of yourself, commitment in relationships, commitment in your identity, um, allowing yourself to commit to who you are, the truth of who you are, and not sacrificing it anymore going forward. There is going to be a place where you're absolutely having to let go. You're having to release that older version, that older perception, that older identity in order for you to go forward. Now, this is going to cause areas to be highlighted and very emotional when it comes to abandonment issues, letting go of things, um, being disappointed, being let down, even if the person that is being abandoned and the people that are being let down are yourself. If you have been giving yourself the bottom end of a totem pole for years, having to put yourself first can feel like a prison sentence because you're so used to operating out of a deficit in another way opposed to an overflow. So you're having to sit with and pour into the very vessel you have ran from and ignored for so long. This is going to cause you to navigate into a space where you are having to become more emotionally intelligent. In a a time where people have been so consumed with emotions are not real, don't feel, don't, um, emotions are, are, are faulty, they flow, you know, that's not real life. You're having to force, you're, you're having, you're being forced to sit in the truth of no, that was a lie. That is a defense mechanism. True emotions exist. Emotions are everything. They fuel everything. It's the inability to navigate those emotions that causes you to be in the state of fear when it comes to accepting and addressing them. But you cannot run from the energy of emotion because it only transmutes into something else. So this is allowing yourself to be patient. It is connecting you with a deeper part of yourself emotionally that is forcing you to nurture, forcing you to be um, supportive of your own personal journey allowing you to sit with all aspects of yourself, reprogramming how you see yourself, reprogramming how you have projected your fears and your insecurities and your lack of emotional intelligence onto others, which have caused relationship issues, which have caused you to shut out good people or shut out good opportunities out of fear. Because some of you fear vulnerability. Some of you fear being accessible on a vulnerable level because you feel as though people use that as a manipulative tool to hurt you. But again, that's all how you identify with emotions. You give people access to levels of you you desire for them to have. Everyone is not given automatic access to the depths of your vulnerability. Now, if you don't know how to give in doses or disbarsement, then again, that is where your emotional intelligence is needing to be built. Because as you become more emotionally intelligent, you are able to intellectually decide who gets access to what parts of you and when. Okay, now, this is also going to prevent you from taking shortcuts. For some of you who are used to being lackluster, being half-assed, allowing yourself to be in a space where you can take shortcuts, you can kind of just like uh, wing it through. You're going to feel like you can't. This is not a time where you can. This is not an opportunity to do so. You are absolutely having to follow the rule. Is that easy? Nope. Nope. 
Nope, it's uncomfortable. Uh Uh-huh, absolutely. And it can feel unbearable. Yes, yes, yes. But it is necessary because of the shifts that are taking place. Now, there are new beginnings coming. We are in the middle of a master cultivation. We are being cleansed so many ways. The world is being cleansed in so many ways. And we are about to feel new beginnings in a definitely new way, okay? There's potential for so much. There's awakening, ascensions happening on so many levels. There are new beginnings. Companies are being redefined. People are seeing the value of employees or employers and deciding which companies don't value their employees and going to make decisions to leave. They're going to make decisions. You're seeing people for who they are. Illusions are being revealed. And this is the beauty of being still because you're able to see things and not miss the things that you're seeing because it is now more evident than ever. You can't hide behind a mask. You can't hide behind doctrine. You can't hide behind statistics. You can't hide behind what you think you know. You can't hide behind your money. You can't hide behind the illusion of power because it is all being revealed, which is why everybody on every lane, in every position, in every part of the world are being affected. Whether it is in the same way or a different way, it doesn't matter because you're all being affected. You're realizing it's not your money that's going to help you. It's not your your um, attachments. It's not your connections. It's not your, your careers. It's not your degrees. It's none of that is going to help you navigate the depths that we are in. So none of that is going to exclude you from being affected. So now we're in that place where, again, everyone is getting it. And it is impacting us in a way that is necessary for us to evolve. Okay. Now, I do feel like this is going to allow people to review their relationships and their partnerships again. And uh, everything they're connected to as a whole, their relationship with money, their relationship with uh, health, their relationship with intimate partners, their relationship with friendships and everything, your children, your, uh, the way you identify yourself um, intellectually, what it is you're passionate about, what it is you really care about is putting things in perspective so that you are able to cultivate a new reality that is more solid foundational wise. And you'll never be the same again. This is going to allow things to be rebirthed. It's going to allow you to tap into different parts of yourself that you never knew existed or different parts of yourself that you ran from. It's going to allow those that are connected to you to do the same and to feel more, to allow them to navigate more the sense of needing to protect the sense of needing to cover the sense of needing to be grounded so that you have more inner control because you can't control the external you're beginning to understand the power and vulnerability and presence and that is why this is a beautiful beautiful time even in the midst of the confusion even in the midst of the uncertainty there are new things beginning but there are things that we are having to accept and deal with it is putting a big focus on our traditions putting a big focus on our priorities putting a deep deep focus on our inner relationship with self it is allowing healing to take place it is allowing us to tap into both the masculine and feminine part of ourselves and not hide from a uh any type of trend or a new title that someone wants to call it like it's not about being a part of any type of projects or anything that just isn't important right now because everything has been put on a standstill other than what it is that really matters you still have access to those that are within your home you still can call you still can build relationships you still can do these things but you have to do them from afar and this is going to create a reality like none before how much is your relationship really built on love and really built on emotional depth and true 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 connection how much of it is just because your how much of your friendships are really really friendships when you can't hang out with them when we can't go to the clubs when we cannot be a part of a socially accepted movement when we are forced to be in separation how deep is our connection and 
Is it sustainable? And this is where we are being forced to create a balance in the midst of the uncertainty. We are having to deal with the truth of all that it possesses. And this is not easy, but this is necessary. So what are we going to do? We are in the beginning phases of our lives changing forever, but in a beautiful way, in a way that's necessary, in a way that is needed, and we have to be present for it. We're either going to flow with it or be drugged or drown. The choice is absolutely ours. So drink something. Let me drink something. We are having to look at ourselves through a clear lens. And that is going to be a very difficult thing. That's why you have so many people saying, when is this going to end? When is the end date? When is this going to change? It's because people have become so accustomed to things being in their control. Someone having the answers. This is, this is God's way of saying, listen to me, you don't control what I don't allow you to control. I am in control of it all. You can call me what you want to call me. You can identify me with however you want to identify me, but I am ever present and I'm showing up and how me showing up affects you depends on your ability to accept that I'm here the sun still comes up just like it goes down despite everything we are feeling emotionally despite everything that is happening in the world despite every every circumstance we are facing and having to fight through the fact of the matter is the sun still comes up the sun still comes down Trees are still flourishing. Seeds are still being cultivated. And we're still having to do the work that we've avoided for so long. How you evolve through this much needed rest depends on you. It depends on you. Time is out for the illusions. The time is out for people only making matter what they are affected by. Because even if you're unaffected in a health way, you are affected in one way or the other, regardless to your status, regardless to your your money, regardless to who you know, regardless to where you live in the world, you are being affected. No one is going untouched. And I always say, until the unaffected are affected, nothing changes. And this is God's way of giving me confirmation of telling me that I heard you. And now everyone is going to be affected in one way or another so that everything changes the way it needs to. And this is so powerful. How many movements have you fought for? How many movements have you allowed yourself to be a part of because you're wanting change and change can't happen and no change is occurring and no one cares about this and no one cares about that. And you always feel like because they're not affected by it, they don't care. Whether it be movements of inadequacy, whether it be movements about in, 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 where you're, you know, fighting for black lives or you're fighting for Latinas or you're fighting for gay rights or you're fighting for basic civil rights, you're fighting for health care, whatever, whatever, whatever you are fighting against, women rights, whatever, equality, whatever. The fact of the matter is the only movement that could change this world's toxic mentality and toxic aura is health 
but it can't just be on any level because it's not just affecting the poor. It's not just affecting the rich. It's not just affecting stock markets. It's not just affecting people in Hong Kong and China. It's not just affecting Italy. It's not just affecting people because remember, we had Australian fires. We saw it. We saw Australia burning up last year. We saw it. But how much of our lives changed on an individual or cultural level because we weren't affected by that. Hence, until the unaffected are affected, nothing changes. We all saw how pollution and plastic affects the ocean, but how much of our day-to-day lives really change? None. We know that it is not good for young women to be involved with older men or to be over-sexualized and over-sensualized and put out there on a, a platform to where they're exposing themselves. We know what happens when young girls are uh, influenced by power and influenced by money. We had a whole movement, right? Me Too movement created all of that. Did that stop any woman from going after what it was that she felt she was liberated to do? Did it stop any of us from putting restrictions on ourselves and understanding the concept and what we were giving out to other people? Did it stop how we viewed men? Did it stop how we interacted? Did it stop how we talked? To ourselves, did it stop how we supported and cultivated a safe place? We know that homeless have no shelter. We pass by them every day. No matter where you live, right? You see them. You see them on the ground. You pass by them every day. You walk by them. You talk about them. You don't want to give money because you're not going to support a habit. And now what? Everybody is forced to deal with the reality of which they've ignored. No matter who you are, where you're from, no matter what part of the country you engage with the most, no matter what part of society you identify with the most, you all are affected because everything that is happening now is affecting everybody on different levels, but it's affecting us in massive ways, whether it be fear of your health, whether it be not having a job, whether it be not having health care whether it be in fear of not having tests so that you can get the help that you need, whether it be not knowing how you're going to pay your bills, get your rent paid, not having basic necessities in your home because people are panic buying and over overdoing things because out of fear, regardless, 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 everyone is being affected because you're being forced to stay put in everything that you already are and everything that you already have and you have no choice about it. Restriction feels like a death sentence to people who are used to being unrestricted. You're used to handling people any kind of way. You're used to talking to people any kind of way. You're used to feeling better than because you come from a family with money or you have money or you have prestige or you are in the best shape or you date the best people or your kids are the most behaved or you don't have children or whatever the case may be. You feel like you have all the power because of the place in your life you are or you feel like you are underneath the totem pole because you have nothing. But when you are put in a space to realize you really have more than you thought and there was more things that could really be done, but it takes a community. It takes a collective of energy. You are not self-made. You are not self-attained. You are not in a place where you really can do it all by yourself. And this is God's way of reinforcing that truth. And so If you want your relationships to work, if you're wanting your children to have better, you know, an identity of self and more respect for family and more 
understanding of cultural traditions and the necessities of those things and how community is important, then you're going to have to understand the importance of society as a whole, the part that every person plays and every decision you make contributes to the betterment of everything or the destruction of everything as a whole. Having to see yourself in the reality of what it is in a broader sense is what is going to get you beyond the point that we're in now. It is up to us. You individually impact the world collectively because what you do today affects everyone. If you decide to not follow the uh, CDC guidelines and decide to go out into the world and do what you usually do and hug and kiss and touch people and do all of what you want to do, you have the risk, you take a risk on being sick or getting someone else sick that could cause someone else to die. Or worse, you have now put yourself in a sense to where you can cause those connected to you to die. Health issues, underlining health issues that you can't get treatment for because there is no cure and there's no treatment plan. Something as small as that affecting people you have no idea is why it's important to understand the importance of community. Our lives are changing. Mm-hmm. Our lives are changing. And for those who have been waiting and operating out of this space naturally, it's like whew, home. Finally. But for those who are used to operating out of a selfish, selfish way, oh, this is going to be like lethal injection on steroids. This is a necessary shift. And the only way to get through it is to enjoy the beauty that every day holds. Create a new plan for yourself. Create new ways of communicating. Create new ways of being connected. It's really the only way. Take those leaps, jump out. Bet on yourself and bet on those that you are connected to and know that God is gonna do the rest. So this has been your Daily Dose Weekend Edition. Guys, I love your freaking souls. We're in this together. And we're all going to share an important part of the change that is occurring. Until Monday's Daily Dose. Bye.